You're listening to Well Met. Well Met. A Hearthstone podcast brought to you by blizzpro.com. Well Met. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 238 of Well Met, Hearthstone podcast brought to you by blisspro.com. Uh, today is Friday, uh, today is not Friday, today is Tuesday, July 27th of the year 2020, and here in Kansas City, I am your host, J.R. Cook, and I am joined by my two New Hampshire friends, starting out with, uh, we'll start out with Mr. Danny Donuts today. How's it going, Danny? Well, hello there, J.R. It's going well. Yeah. Doing anything fun? Oh, man. Um, uh, well, the quarantine has me playing some video games and, uh, just enjoying myself, having a good time. I'm, I'm super stoked about this new set coming out. So th- this is my favorite part of podcasting. We get to talk about the cards and speculate and do all that stuff. So I'm yeah, super stoked. For sure. And then, uh, just a short hop, skip and jump away from Mr. Danny Donuts is Mr. Ray C. How's it going, Ray? It's, uh, it's going, it's going. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. It's kind of just <laughs> the same thing every day. Uh, yeah, like the year 2020 is definitely Groundhog Day, like in a full year. Yeah, I mean, especially with my situation and kind of being high risk and all that, it's like, I don't know, I don't even go like grocery shop. Like, it's like I'll go outside and walk around, but it's still can't go anywhere, or hang out with anyone. So it's kind of just, I don't know. It, 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 it's, uh, doesn't matter what day it is. Every day is the same. I mean, it's basically the same for me, and I'm not even in the high risk category. I, I, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't go into grocery stores. I don't go into any stores. I do everything curbside pickup. Um, even my groceries, I just order them online, then go pick them up. Yeah, I mean, I see like people that are my friends that like hang out with each other, and I'm just like, man, like I wish I could do that, but I can't. Like, I can't take that risk. Yeah, it's and better to be safe than sorry. Yeah. And at the same time, like, God, I'm so, like, I'm jealous, but, like, I also know they shouldn't be doing it, but, like, uh... Well, it's like uh, me, I watch, um, I've been watching videos of, like, Disney World reopening, and, like, just seeing how empty the parks are, and I'm just like, man, and I just canceled my trip not too long ago, I'm like, man, I kind of want to go now, because it's like, in, in, like, our our trip was kind of scheduled end of September, um, hmm. we were originally scheduled scheduled in april but everything was shut down so they they moved us to end of september and uh i was really contemplating going i was watching the videos and i'm just like man there's hardly anybody there there's you know there's no lines or anything like that and i'm just like man that would be really fun and i'm like that would be totally irresponsible of me to do that so I'm just, everyone I, else has that idea too everyone yeah. it's going to become incredibly crowded because everyone's like oh wow no one's well, there so everyone goes right. well the thing is that they hold capacity though. They, they, they limit the amount of people that can come in and they have a reservation system. Um, oh, okay. And so you have to, so you have to be able to like get in that reservation system to get that day. You can't do any park hopping or anything like that. It's just that one park that for that day that you have a reservation for and they cap it to only so many people and it's capped every single day. So they just don't let right. a lot of people in. Yeah. Um, I- 
but it's still like fl- Florida and everything. It's just totally irresponsible. And I'm just like, no, I'm going to cancel it this year. So I did. Yeah, I keep, I keep seeing a thing where it's like Florida keeps having like block parties of like lots of people. And it's just like, hey, yeah, yeah, y'all don't learn your lesson. Like those cases are spiked. Oh, that's, that's youth everywhere, though. That's, that's going to be people. People do that everywhere. It's not just Florida. It's not just Florida, but like, uh, ev- like when I mean, I see it's that, more uh, prominent in in like a tropical location, right? Because more people are willing to go outside and do all that stuff because it's better weather. Yeah, you see that in California. You see it in Florida. You see it in the Midwest and some of that area when it's really nice. But I mean, the weather is fairly nice over here. But uh, I mean, it's not like I'm, I'm I don't see that many people going to New Hampshire beaches. I mean, I see, like, people that go out on hikes and stuff. Like, I'll see pictures and stuff of, like, a group of, like, five people that go out on hikes. But this is, like, mass gatherings of people. Like, I don't see that happening so much here, which is probably why our numbers are a lot lower. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. I'm still like, eh, maybe, maybe, maybe <laughs> if I hang out. Like, these people haven't been sick. I could probably... No, I can't. I can't. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like, you say that, like... And then you get hit with like the one percent. The COVID finds the one percent out for lethal, dude. Every time. Hey, like, I played enough Hearthstone to know that I am the most unlucky person ever. So, <laughs> you're gonna, oh. I'm gonna get hit by that one percent, dude. He's gonna he discover the Nosdurmu off of the Alexstrasza and uh, heal the fall. Dude, coronavirus will find that one percent lethal against me if I if I like the second I just decide to be like, eh, well maybe. I mean, I've been good so far. Maybe I could just like it's just like I just know it's gonna happen, right? Like, it, just... This would be like Ray like playing against his opponent, just have full control. Opponent's down to one health. Ray starts emote spamming GG, and what he doesn't know is he's playing against COVID nineteen, and they're on the other <laughs> side just laughing their ass off, top decking exactly what they need to just start off this incredible combo and Ray just is done. Dies. I get lethal every time. <laughs> yeah. my, my lungs go to zero. <laughs> oh no. Dude, that's like, and, and then it also it's like, at this point it's the sunken cost fallacy takes place too. It's like, I've already been doing it for like five months or however long it's been. Six, like I don't even know anymore. Like quarantining, it's like, eh, what's another five months at this point? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go crazy. <laughs> I'm already there, but like, whew. that's the way that I feel. Is I'm just like our work has already said like we're uh, we're working from home the rest of the year at this point. So it's like I I'm just like, well, I'm spending the rest of the year inside. It's fine. It's all good. I guess we have the benefit of being gamers. Like that is, you know, who I've been practicing my whole life for this moment. Who would have thought we would be the ones at an advantage here? Because we don't have that urge to. Like, well, I mean, we do have that urge to go outside and stuff, but it's probably not nearly as bad as people who don't have anything to do inside. Like, the people who are, like, learning how to cook and learning how to do all these things because they have nothing else to do. Whereas we, we've been preparing for this. Yeah. We just do what we do every day, just yeah. more often. Right. It's been five months of quarantine. I haven't seen another person in eight. <laughs> I, lo- I love the meme just like man quarantine's hitting hard i haven't had sex in two years <laughs> oh, oh god i mean it's it's like at this point 
it's gonna be weird when like say a vaccine i mean this is probably not gonna happen for a while but like say a vaccine suddenly miraculously happens and it's like now it's safe to go out again i'm good like it's gonna be a little weird i've been thinking about that it's like when we can hang out with people again it's gonna be weird man it i don't is. know why i just feel like i'm it's dude i'm gonna be hesitant i'm gonna be like yep I'm gonna oh, be yeah. like, ah, it's gonna take uh, a while it's gonna take a while and it's so weird because I think back to like New Year's, we, we were all like, I, we, Dr. J came up, I went to Boston, like we were partying in Boston, like that's so surreal now. Right. Like it's I'm like just thinking year. of like all of the like trips I normally go on, you know, BlizzCon, DragonCon, uh, and places like that. And I'm just like, man, that's going to be, you know, I, I get into elevators just packed full of like 20 people just crammed in to an elevator and I'm just like, I don't know if I can do that anymore. Dude, that's going to be weird. Like I said, like... we'll get back to it. It'll take it'll take a couple of months, but you'll get back to it once this yeah. whole thing res uh, resolves itself. But I mean, it'll take time, right? It's, it's going to be the thing where uh, I definitely think things are going to change, right? Like all these curbside pickup things are probably going to stick around where people oh, yeah. just out of out of the um, I mean, this promotes a little bit of laziness where you don't have to go in the store and pick the things out. They'll do that. And like people offer this as a service. So there are going to be improvements based off of it. But I am never walking into a grocery store again for the rest of my life. <laughs> I, I've. I, I, I hated grocery shopping. Absolutely yeah, my hated mom, it. My mom had hopped on this train a while back, two years ago or so, or maybe even a little bit longer. She started getting her groceries delivered to her house, and it was like it was like 10 extra bucks on top of it for the delivery charge. And she's like, there's no way I'm wasting all this time going through the supermarket when I could just order all this stuff online and have someone deliver it to my house. Right. Uh, and I, I'm in the same – like the whole reason I never did that and never jumped the uh, – never jumped to like the opportunity to do it it's because i'm like man i buy like fruit and stuff like that and you know i i want to be able to pick that myself you know what i don't care anymore well i just it doesn't matter to me now now and it never probably will that what they pick is good enough and i'm fine with it um and it, it's just like i'm now that i'm over that hump i i'm never i'm never gonna go back now, i don't even have to spend extra um i just go like the grocery store is just a few blocks away, and so I just go and do curbside pickup, and it doesn't cost any extra for me to do that. Feels good, man. Yeah, and and I'm what's nice about it is it's it's such a time saver because I'm like okay, yeah, I'm on my app, and... just grab everything I want. Uh, you know, I I can spend a few days and like add stuff to my cart, and it's still there later. So whenever Click I think the reorder of button from last time, yeah, I've done that too. <laughs> um, just go, just go and uh drive up, give them my name, and they put it in the trunk of my car, and I'm on my merry way, and I didn't spend an hour in the store. It takes me 10 minutes. That's what I'm talking about. Right. It saves me so much time. So Yeah. Although at this point, I don't know, I feel like just walking around a store would be nice, but like, you know, in a world where this wasn't a thing, like right now, for some reason, just walking around a store would feel good to be like, yeah. oh, this is what, this is what shopping is. I just want to be able to travel again. That's the main thing. Whoa, there! I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not even gonna think about that one. That, that'll just make me baby sad. steps. <laughs> baby steps. So I haven't traveled for like a year. At the like, my last land was Vegas. Yeah, that's been a year. That's insane. Wow. Or actually, I that's... guess I went to Pokemon Worlds in August, but uh, it's almost been even a year. Then, coming up on a year. Yeah. Even then, like, it's crazy that it's been that long. It's like it's literally almost gonna be New Year's again, but it probably will be like still going on around new year's but it's like it's crazy like how much time has passed 
in this yeah. quarantine and i'm thinking to myself it's like it's i've gone nowhere it feels like like i've been streaming and stuff but for some reason it feels like i just haven't done anything because i just haven't traveled like i don't know i feel like before i would mark my time by like events you know i'd be like oh i went to dreamhack and then i went to vegas and it's like that now there's nothing now because i'm not going like i'm not doing things like there's no momentous occasions it's like there's no birthdays there's no anything really it's kind of all the same day whereas people who are like working that are like essential workers their lives have changed a lot but like they're still on the normal grind i guess that they're they're on like they have like the five days and then they have like two days off and then like those kinds of people also like generally like they hang out with each other like i know a group of people who work together who hang out with each other because they work together so it's kind of like i don't know in their minds it's whatever at that point even though that's not really how that works but right yep as as far as like when this could potentially end i mean there is uh you're talking about a vaccine um there has been some decent news about that um earliest might be around december they're going in the final phases of one of them right now um the only drawback is it's it it's it sounds like it's two doses and they're a month apart um so if we're able to get it in december and then able to get it in january then you know we're looking at maybe we can start doing stuff in february of next year you think it'll be rolled out to everyone at the same time that's a that's a joke (laughs) (laughs) i mean i know i'll probably get it (laughs) <laughs> like yeah. no, I, I I agree, but I mean, just literally every person in the world is gonna get this, right? You can't physically make that much in that time. Uh, oh, keep man. in mind they've already made it. Um, so that's one of the things that they're doing is uh they 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 they've already manufactured all of these vaccines uh with the hopes of one of them will be good that they'll just be able to roll it out and it's just they they already have millions and millions of them ready to go. Um, oh wow! Yeah, that 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 was uh, I don't remember what they called it. It was some stupid name like Operation um, Warp Speed, I think is what it was called. Um, <clears throat> but, it sure wasn't ludicrous speed. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but the idea, the idea being that they would, the idea being that they would manufacture it at the same time they're testing it. So if one of them worked out, they already had, they already had it yeah. ready to go. I, that, it's a really act- good idea. There's that's actually like a crazy kind of. I don't know if it's a phenomenon going on, but like, so the government fund like spent a lot of money to yeah. like invest in vaccines, but also there's like a bunch of random companies that are like on this list of companies that are trying to make a vaccine. And it's like, whenever a new one's like, Hey, we're trying to make a COVID vaccine. It'll like the, the stock price will like spike like 70% because everybody's like, whoever wins this race is like, it's going to be, a good day for the people who are uh, invested in that company. Yeah. And every single, like there's so many companies that are just getting artificially. I, I mean, I don't know if it's artificial inflation, but it's like insane. And uh, like all but one of them is going to survive like at the current rate that they're at. It's, it, it's weird to see that. I've never yeah. seen like the dot, like the dot com bubble. How if you literally put a dot com at the end of your company's name, even if you didn't sell like website stuff or did anything along those lines, your stock went up right. pretty much. Except now it's with vaccines. It's like, oh, uh, we're, we're thinking about making a vaccine. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, luckily for us, um, we no longer have to see uh, these 
Hearthstone adds it, say, you know, let's let's take this. I guess let's take this inside, right? Was that oh. the old? Was that the old commercials? Take yeah, this inside. Those were good. Some of them were pretty good. Okay, they <laughs> actually I think back about them. They actually had a trailer for the Scoliomancy or whatever it is. Scoliomancy. Scoliomancy. They had a trailer that was actually super cringy. I reacted to it on stream. It was actually like almost like a Harry Potter like type oh, I saw thing. That. Oh, it was so cringy, dude. Anduin was just like the smile he had just made me cringe so hard. Oh, it was it was pretty funny actually. But oh man, the, the ads nowadays are I, I don't think they're much better, JR. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Hearthstone ads have never been great, but they've never taken themselves seriously either. And you know what? That's what I enjoy about the game. So I'm completely okay with cringy ads and things like that. So, um, But with that said, that was meant to, you know, hop into, hey, let's talk about the game. This Week in Hearthstone, Heroes of Warcraft. Uh, so Let first up, my segue. <laughs> exactly. So first up, uh, uh, Ray, you you were interested in talking about the gold series a little bit. You had some interesting tidbits about it. Uh, yeah. So the Chinese tournament, um, known as the gold series, is actually being broadcast to NA viewers on like the Play Hearthstone channel, which is something that's never been done before. Uh, I don't think we've ever had a Chinese tournament be broadcast i guess it's the youtube channel the play hearthstone youtube channel because everything's on youtube and it's darok and gia and i think uh lorinda and maybe raven who are all casting it and gold series is like the biggest like that is the tournament in china this is like a team tournament as well uh it's a mix of standard and battleground so it's super cool it's like a two-part tournament and it's honestly like what i wish they did in na like when they tried to do like this weird team thing that they tried to do and then it ended up being just like a weird leaderboards thing like the gold series is what i wish that had ended up being because it's super cool it's all chinese but there are some there's some na players there's some like frozen and stuff who are more into the china scene and then there's a lot of eu pros as well and it's team so it's like there's team liquid but like they have players that are not actually on team liquid like witty bill is on team liquid for uh battlegrounds like battleground section and it's pretty cool so how are they doing the battlegrounds tournament uh i mean they have eight player lobbies available to them now and interesting uh, well okay so china has its own tournament mode as well for for i knew that i knew that so So, they also have the eight man lobbies then yeah yeah yep huh so it's all run on like the China tournament platform and stuff like that. So China's just like over here playing like two years in the future. Like they're they're running their qualifiers on like a in in house tournament mode. They're doing battlegrounds tournaments to decide things. Like and we have Battlefy, and we have we're <laughs> over here with open cups still lasting, dude. I tried to I was I was contemplating playing an open cup. <laughs> And then I realized, eh, my life hasn't gotten to that point yet. It's, you don't it's, hate yourself that much. I don't. Ha- yeah, it's 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 not that bad yet. Mm. I, I like part of me really wanted to, man. I was like, but then I realized only first gets anything, and I feel like that'll be really bad for my mental health if I get second. 
I feel like that's just gonna ruin like a whole week for me. I'll just be depressed over that for a while. Yeah. So it's just not worth it. And honestly, I've just rather stream at that point because at least that kind of like I'm providing content. It's like I'm also getting to talk to the chat. Like it's fun for me. Whereas I don't know, grinding a tournament off stream just still sounds pretty miserable. Yeah. I don't know. There, there's gotta be a way to make it so it's less daunting i feel like only first place getting anything is just so terrible from a ev perspective i mean you have the five top eights but that's so that's still so much grinding as well like and then if you get like four out of five you don't get there for the fifth i mean they need to do some type of like breakdown like they need to go back to like a point system where it's not just first is is all that matters i don't know that just feels so bad Mm. i just i hope they change something about it because it's just so uh it's so intimidating even as like a pro player and i'm not saying this is like oh it's your job like you should do it like you should qualify because it's your job you're pro player blah 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 it's like eh, it's still not even worth it at that point like eh, you'd rather just stream that's more beneficial in every way than uh that's what uh, that's what Hearthstone's turned into, though. I mean, more or less from my perspective. I don't really follow many of the competitive things anymore. I've deviated a lot from that because the people who I know aren't playing them anymore. And now it's just like you have the the streamer core, and then you have a bunch of. I mean, I'll watch the like the Masters events and all that stuff, but they're so few and far between. It's not like I'll turn. It's not like a random weekend. Oh, there's a DreamHack. I'll go. I'll go through and watch that. Or there, there's some other tournament, and I'll turn that on. I don't watch competitive Hearthstone nearly as much as I did two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, I wish. I wish I had that drive to want to compete in open cups. I really do. I just. I just can't justify it right now because it's I know that if I'm going to go for it, like I'm going to go all in. And that means I'm probably going to be playing every single open cup that's on NA and probably multiple on Asia like I did when I was trying to qualify for Vegas. And honestly, that was just a miserable experience. And that was like not even close to as bad as as bad as it is now. Like that was in specialist format. The matches were a lot quicker. There was a lot less people. Now every open cup is 10 rounds or more. There's like a thousand plus people and there's a lot less of them. Like the reason why it was so easy before or not easy, but like it was more bearable is because it, there was so many of them. There was, they were every day of the week. Now that's only two to three days. Like it's only the weekends. Right. So you don't have as much flexibility in your schedule. And it's like, I don't know the weekends. I mean, they're like every other day, but there's just so few of them that it's hard. It's like if you just want to do something else that day. Yeah. Which, like you just can't like it's there's just no flexibility like before. Like I could play 50 open cups and not go crazy because I could play them on my own time because there was pretty much one at every time slot. Like if I wanted to play one at night, I play on Asia. If I want to play one in the middle of the day, I play e- EU or like NA. Right. And you weren't afraid to take one off as well, right? Because it's like, oh, I can take this one off. I'll just jump on the next one. But at this yeah. time, it's like, oh, I'll take one or two off. And then it's like, well, I have to hit five. Yeah, that's in order the big to get thing. Through. Is like you're dedicating your weekends to playing open cups. And there's no there's no breaks. Like if you want to get there, if you truly do. And it's just not it's not worth it. But yeah, anyways, maybe one day we'll get a tournament mode like China. And it'll be a lot easier and more fun. Um, my bet is on Battlefy. Well, 
right, we're, we're, we're screwed, I mean, then. I mean, nothing's changed yet, right? So, <sighs> why change what is a good thing already? <laughs> anyway. If it ain't fixed, don't break it. Oh, wait. Ah, <laughs> uh, good old Battlefy. At least, at least we know what Danny's going to be talking about at the end of the show. Um, Not wrong. <laughs> uh, so beyond that, it's, uh, you know, it's card reveal season. And if we go into our Discord, um, which I now have correctly linked on our Twitter page, uh, and if you join, there's probably like a 10-minute, like, wait. Uh, at for, for Basically, you have to wait 10 minutes before you can post anything. That's because we got some interesting spam last week after I fixed that link. Uh, Danny knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> that was, uh, I, ch- I switch over to Discord that was very unpleasant to change to. <laughs> uh, what happened? Uh, we, oh. we had some we had some porn bots hit the Discord after I fixed the link last week. Uh, so... <laughs> not the good porn. <laughs> it not wasn't the good. the good porn. It wasn't the good porn. I don't want to know. Yeah, I don't I'm either. Good. Danny saw it, I didn't, so I'm I'm good. Yeah, I, I immediately banned all of them. <laughs> But, um, so we have a little 10 minute wait on that, but, uh, everything else is pretty cool on the, on, on the discord. I want to do more with it. Uh, we've got a bot on there now that, uh, uh, puts out cards as they're revealed. We chat about it a little bit. Um, but the, uh, but with that, you know, we've got like what, 10 cards or something like that. We're going to talk about on this show. And, uh, I asked Danny and Ray kind of put together their list of cards that they wanted to discuss. And then I added a couple. And uh, something we had that was a couple on... shared between the lists. Yeah, yeah, one of those one of those shared ones was uh, uh, the legendary weapon that was uh, shown off this week, uh, Sphere of Sapience, which is a one mana weapon, uh, legendary as I said, with it's no neutral. A- yeah, neutral. Uh, no attack, uh, four health or four durability, and at the start of your turn, look at your top card. You can put it on the bottom and lose one durability. Um, So, first off, do you lose one durability when you look at this, or do you lose one durability when you choose to put it on the bottom? When you put it on the bottom. When you put it on the bottom, which is huge. That's what I thought. Yeah. So, this gives you the option of deciding multiple times, many, many times, if you want to keep that card or not. And then, if you don't, four times where you you say, no, give me the next one. Yep. Yeah, I mean, this is also the first neutral legendary we- uh, weapon, I believe, or first neutral weapon in general, right? Yes, yeah, so you could yep. generate it with like a, a with um, uh, was it Bedeve, I think, but you can't, you couldn't put any neutral weapons in your deck. Yeah, and this one, I've seen a lot of people talk about it. Um, for some reason, people think it's gonna be like good in aggro. I think it's gonna be garbage in aggro. But I think that this card is actually going to be really solid in um, control and more specifically like combo type control decks like Quest Warlock. This is going to be really, really good in a deck like Quest Warlock where you're kind of just looking for very specific things like plot twist or you're looking for Alex Straza to try to kill them or AoE to remove your opponent's board. I think that the sphere is going to be really clutch in a lot of situations um, in, in decks like that uh, or combo decks. I don't really know what combo decks are going to be a thing yet, but in slower decks in general, um, being able to filter your draws and not draw dead cards, which happens a lot. I feel like the biggest thing with a lot of combo decks is just doing things like drawing 
dead cards. I feel like that happens so often or in Quest Warlock when you're trying to find your AoE or your plot twist and stuff and you just keep drawing like nine drops and eight drops and stuff that are just dead in your hand for pretty much the whole game, especially against aggressive decks. And now you have this card all of a sudden is able to filter it out. It's just going to be a little awkward when you draw it at the like in the middle yeah in the middle of the game or the end of the game like this is a terrible terrible draw most of the time unless it's towards the beginning of the game that's going to be the big Hmm. issue with this card i don't know about that in the big game if you get this card right and you're like about to go into top deck mode now all of a sudden it's like oh well i'm about to go through and like if you get into top deck mode at the end of the game and you have this card up and you have one or two left you can save yourself because it's like oh i just drew a novice engineer or like i don't know give me a like a small card that that you're gonna play that doesn't do anything or you could go through and then roll again and potentially get the twisting nether that you need or some other board clear or some big boy that you need to play so I, I think it has potential mid to late game as well. Yeah. I actually don't think it's that good early. I mean, it's it's okay early, but I, I think that the correct way to play this, I think if you're spending your durability early on this, it's not a um, it's not a smart move. I, I think that you're going to want to use it later when you're trying to figure out like other options. Obviously, if you if you want to hit a curve and then go into that, that's great. But uh, I think towards the mid game to late game is when this card shines. And I was going to say the same thing. That's why I was. That's exactly what I was thinking of, Danny. Is mid to late game is you have a smaller pool of cards and you're more likely to get what you're looking for. Mm, I don't know. I think uh, it depends on the matchup. Like with with uh, like control combo decks like quest warlock like against aggro you really you really need stuff like dark skies and like early plot twists to recycle your healing and stuff like that so i think that using it early game is not just bad i think it's no i agree with you i agree with you though the one thing that i do have you do have to note about the card is that if you compare this to something like a quest right where imagine you get this in your opening hand and you obviously your control deck you don't have anything to do on one you play this card You, you do have to realize that this does cost a card slot so it, it it's the effect is really strong in and of itself for those couple times you do it, but it it's not it's a it's not proactive on the board. If your opponent's playing aggro, they can still start swinging at you. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah. Anything else that you wanted to talk about on this weapon? No. Uh. Except for the one interaction in wild, which is something that I thought was funny with Twig of the World Tree. I thought that was kind of funny. I don't know if that that that'll never really be a thing, but. You can play Twig of the World Tree and then just immediately kill it yep. by playing the sphere. Yep. Yeah. So they used to the combo used to be Twig of the World Tree into Blingtron because Blingtron would re- replace your weapon, and that had some fringe combo potential. Back with like it was like during during the Aviana Coon days when Aviana was nine, there was a combo with World Tree, and then you'd be able to go through Twig of the World Tree, Blingtron, Aviana Coon, and then do some dumb stuff. So yeah, you can do that a lot easier now because you're gonna want to run the sphere. Yeah, yeah. Blingtron is just a bad card. Otherwise, you're literally using it to pop the twig. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. So the next card here is another uh, neutral legendary, and it's uh, Lore Keeper Polkelt. I think that maybe is how you pronounce it. Um, Close enough. Yeah. So it's a uh, four mana, four attack, five health minion. 
with a battle cry of reorder your deck from the highest cost card to the lowest cost card. Uh, insane effect. That's crazy. This is uh this is a wild this is a wacky one. I mean, this card's either gonna be broken or absolutely unplayable, and I have no idea which one it is. So I mean, for standard, I I am in the dark on that, but I can tell you for sure that in wild, this is incredibly strong. Just because, I mean, there's there's two aspects to this, right? One, this is going to be the one of the best cards in combo decks that you'll ever see, because you play a lot of your combo decks. You want to tutor out your high drop cards. So, let's say you have a lore keeper, and then you're playing druid, and then you like your your combo cards are Aviana Coon, and then all the uh, eight and seven drops. So you could play this and just draw your combo pieces, but the thing that's even better is that um, you can go through in certain combo decks and uh, Hemet is your highest card. Uh, Hemet Jungle Hunter, the one that blows up the three cost or less spells. So you play Lore Keeper and then you immediately will hit the Hemet and then you'll blow away your deck. So on turn on turn four, you play this, you get your Hemet on five and then on six, you blow your deck up. So it's like in, it, 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 this this card, you got to think about it. If your curve is low enough, you can tutor out a specific card. So like, let's say Emperor Thorison is your highest card um, because you're playing some sort of combo deck that is a little bit of a low center. Now all of a sudden you can Lore keeper and you will hit that emperor thorison and then you could always go through and one thing that this is a little bit of intricacies behind the scenes about how hearthstone works um if you shuffle anything into your deck it reshuffles your whole deck so you can go through and tutor for a specific card and then if you well let's say you, you need some lower things this is a little bit of a stretch but you can always go through and shuffle something into your deck and then it will get out of that order uh that like n numerical order I, I think this is going to be a very broken card in Wild. Uh, I'm going to say that for sure. Yeah, I mean, as for standard, um, it's one of those things where it's like to be determined, right? Like, there is so much going on here, and it's like you can't, you can't know until we know. It's so, like, impossible, because you could build the combo deck that's like all your combo pieces are like higher costs, so you just draw it immediately. and like, I don't know that like you can just build decks in such a way that it's almost like you tutor out perfectly if that works out like that. But I don't know what that would entail. Like, I can't think of anything outside of like, oh, now you have a new um, Holy Wrath combo to some degree, but that's pretty mediocre and lame yeah. and probably just going to be bad. But there's definitely other things here that are going to be really good, even if it's just I don't know, in control matchups, like maybe now you play this and now all of a sudden you're just drawing bomb after bomb after bomb. That was the uh, thing that I was thinking about. In a control deck, probably, I mean, your your highest cost cards are most likely board clears, like um, the Plague of Silence or whatever. So I mean, you got to think that this is like a uh, draw a board clear the next turn card. Like, that's really strong in and of itself. And then as the late game goes, like, uh, your your cheap cards in the late game are t typically detrimental. So all of a sudden, it's like, well, you reorder your deck when you have 10 cards left. You're guaranteed to hit your big minions, the things that are impactful, as opposed to some of the, like, hit a penance or something that's not going to really do it much. Well, I'm thinking, like, in Highlander decks, like, oh, now I immediately draw Dragon Queen Alex draws a, I'm going to draw Dino Tamer Bran like by the time it's turn seven guaranteed 
that kind of thing yep. is uh where my head is at like mm-hmm. being able to draw dino tamer brown into having an eight drop into having dragon queen alex straza in the mirror match is pretty or i guess i don't know if that's going to be good because it's like hunter mirrors like a lot of the time you went off of tempo and stuff like that but mm-hmm. you know what i mean you get the idea i feel like yeah. this is a great card for mid-range decks in general i don't know yeah. i i just really yeah. feel like it's it just you know and you're starting to get going and it's like bam i get out all my big dudes now so one thing i'm thinking too is like what if you just have like a deck where you have like this on four and then your other cards are like five drops so you just like curve out like if this is in some type of deck where like a five drop is so important like that it's insane and then you just guarantee yourself that five drop in like some type of mid-range deck I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. And you also filter yourself out of all the like shitty one drops that you don't want later on in the game as well. Yep. Um so moving on here, uh getting out of the neutral legendary cards um for the moment and jumping down to Demon Hunter here. And uh Danny had this one on his list. Uh Glide, which is a four mana demon hunter spell. Um shuffle your hand into your deck. And draw four cards. So we have a four mana sprint here, basically. Um, but also has outcast. Your opponent does the same. This card's crazy. This card is nuts. Yes. Well, it's interesting. But I am not nearly as excited as I think a lot of people are. Because what are you going to play this in, in in Demon Hunter? This is a terrible aggro card, in my opinion. Is um, it, though? Uh, I, I question that. I question because that as well. Most of most of the time, like if you if you are playing an aggro deck and you've played out on curve and it's like turn five, turn six, you have no cards left. Your control opponent has been holding a board clear because they know that like they can't react to it. All of a sudden, you glide away their board clear, exactly. and then like you draw four cards. Because yeah. a lot of times when you're playing against a control like a control opponent, like they will hold on to those important cards, like their Dragon Queen Alex or they're really big like bombs and all of a sudden like you will glide the cards away and like, they might have that's... Yeah, and they might have seven or eight cards in their hands now they have four yeah that's the that's where i think that this card could shine is if the meta is slower and this card is basically just like your opponent not discards but they just are all of a sudden minus four cards and stuff like that if there's a mid-rangey demon hunter i think that this card could be very good but I don't know if that's going to be a thing or not yet. I guess we'll have to wait and see, but I don't think this card's insane or, or anything like that. I think it's just very interesting. And yeah, it's very unique for sure. Yeah, unique. We had an effect like this in Pokemon called Judge, uh, which is each player shuffles their hands, their deck draw four. So this effect is really powerful in other card games. And that card was pretty much a staple when it was in, in the format. And it's also a comeback mechanic. It was a comeback mechanic as well, to some degree. Like, you're behind, and then all of a sudden, your opponent, who has, like, a bunch of card advantage on you, is now on a level playing field. So, I I guess we'll see. I don't know. I don't see this fitting into an aggro Demon Hunter because of the fact that you pretty much just do nothing on turn four, which is a huge deal. But we'll see. We'll see. Can we talk about another Demon Hunter card here real quick? Um, We don't have to, like you know go into depth on it here but this card mage hunter which is a three mana 
to attack three health, which has rush whenever this attacks a minion, silence it. They misnamed this card. This card is Edwin Hunter. This is not Mage Hunter. Come on. <laughs> like Edwin Van Cleef just dies to that card. Hey. Yep. So. Well, it's interesting having a silence on a non-targetable thing. It's like a rush type mechanic to it. That's very interesting. Yeah. Not sure how good it is. It's better than Owl, most likely, in, in the deck. But who? how many people are running Owl and Demon Hunter? Uh, I mean, it, it's just like... I think it's really good against other like control deck, other slow decks. Like your opponent, I think there's going to be a lot of people still playing things like Dragon Queen Alex Straza. Okay, they go Dragon Queen Alex Straza on nine. You play this in response, clear their Dragon Queen. This is a three nine. They can't really play anything like that's a bomb without dealing with this. So I think this is a really solid card, honestly. Say what? Wait, how does it clear the how Alex do... Straza? Yeah, I'm confused by that. Are you talking about the same card we're talking about? Oh, I thought. Are we talking about the Paladin? Nope. Card. Talking about the Demon Hunter. Uh, oh, whoops. I, I just threw this card in there. It wasn't even in our list. Oh, it, whoops. It was, My a, bad. it was a three mana, two three Demon Hunter card with rush whenever this attacks a minion, silence it. Oh, this card's bad. No, but it kills yeah. Edwin Van Cleef. <laughs> That's the joke I was making. Is they they misnamed it. Whoops. <laughs> um. Anyway, sorry to sorry to throw you off. Um, the trail since we didn't have that card in our list. Um, it was just something I noticed and wanted to make a bad joke, and then I just threw Ray off for a loop. Um, yeah, the... I know a way to get him back on. Yeah, no, I know a way to get a way, him back on. a special on. way you can get him back going. Yeah, there is, there is, and it's this card called. Uh, it's a rogue card. It's a rogue spell called uh, Secret Passage. Oh my uh, God, this card. Lines, but uh, there it goes. Secret talk, secret talk. Anybody that's, that's beautiful. Anybody that's ever watched Avatar The Last Airbender? Secret Tunnel. Anyway, Secret Passage. Secret Tunnel. <laughs> uh, Secret Passage. Uh, replace your hand uh, with five cards from your deck and swap back next turn. This card's going to be nerfed so fast. Yeah. Like, straight up. This card is stupid. It's basically draw five cards in an aggro deck. Well, I guess not draw five because, like, you're probably not going to be able to play everything, but, like... One mana, play two or three cards. I don't know. This is stupid, man. And you're going to probably play pl playing preparations and like zero mana cards. And you, you might even be able to dump all five cards. Who knows? Like, this is insane. This is absolutely bananas. It's, it's also it replaces your hand. So you're not going to, it's not like it shuffles in and draws five cards and then you get your hand back or something like that. So it's like, you're not even going to have to get cards that are like dead in your hand at the time as well yeah, you, can, you can play the cards from your hand then secret passage and then play whatever the new cards are too so well, if you well, have you, like uh, if you have a lot of mana you don't even have to dump your hand that's the why it's so good because like you can well, just it says replace your hand with five cards so the ordering matters right where if you have a couple cards in your hand you have to play the cards from your hand first and then you secret passage because those cards in your hand disappear until next turn they become ephemeral and then they come back at the end of your turn right but you could just not play them so you have more mana to play the five cards that you're going to see because right. you're going to get them back. Yep. Like, they don't yep, go away. True. Like, you're going to get them back. So you can just play, like, say you have, like, six mana, you play Secret Passage. Like, you have, like, a, a hand of, like, four or five cards. You could still play this, play 
two or three cards from your new hand of five cards and then all of a sudden it's like a one mana draw three effectively when you look at it like that because you get your old hand back sometimes even originally better. thought this was a warlock card where you did this and then you discarded those five cards if you didn't use them nope like this is so much better yeah yeah oh this is this is a crazy card and rogue gets it because you know rogue needed that card right Ugh. <laughs> yeah i forget the next couple lines but uh there it goes Secret Secret okay that's enough of that <laughs> Every time I see that card, I'm gonna think of that. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna think yeah, of this, guys. The next couple lines, but uh, there it goes. Secret <laughs> All right, enough. Uh, all right. Uh, what's the next card here? Um, priest warlock card called Disciplinarian Ganlin. Is that correct? Yep, it's the legendary. All right, I'm trying to find on the list here. So it's a priest warlock card. Uh, four mana, three attack, six health. Um, after you play a minion. Destroy it and summon a 4-4 failed student. Um, what is the failed student? I don't see it. The token. It's, it's just, just a 4-4. Four, four. Four. It's just a 4-4, four, four, okay, which so is funny. It's just a vanilla 4-4. Four, four. Okay, got it. Because the honor student is a 1-1. One, one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's just funny to me, man. <laughs> so, Danny, you had this one on your list. I thought this was just a cool card because now all of a sudden you have something that gives you more egg synergy and more, like... Like late game, like you're one in zoo or like priest zoo, which isn't really a thing, but now it might actually become a thing because uh, egg priest has been experimented around with in wild. But in zoo, like when you get to the end game, like if you don't hit any of your like five drops, doom guard type stuff, like you're feeling really bad when you have to play out a bunch of one drops. But all of a sudden, like your flame, it becomes a four four, your void walker becomes a four four, yeah. like. I think this is a really strong card. I find it funny that the priest is getting four fours. Uh, well, it is, and I think this card's actually one of the best cards revealed so far. Um, in Zoo, obviously, if it sticks, it's insane. But even if it doesn't stick, like I think we're gonna see Wisp decks. Like this on turn four with a Wisp is absolutely bananas. Like the stat line is still really solid for a four drop right like that's average with things like water elemental and whatnot so you play this you play a wisp and now you have a pretty crazy board Ooh. and if it lives lackeys are a big thing as well so you're gonna go play maybe play an egg it dies and maybe you play a you played a mad genius earlier in the game so you have more lackeys or maybe you're playing priest and you have the zero mana lackey card or you have the um two two that when it dies you get a lackey in your hand and you've been storing lackeys and this lives on four and now all of a sudden you just have four maybe not four lackeys to play but you have a, even a couple lackeys like that's pretty insane i don't yeah, know it's not i think this is very strong i'm just and it triggers death rattles i'm just glad mm -hmm. this says when you play a minion not when you summon a minion oh yeah yeah this into like i don't really know what there is besides like some of the imp cards though like there's not too many summon stuff in right. Priest. I'm thinking of Whispers of the Old Gods, or, where they, where Warlock had that one card where, um, I, I believe it could do damage and then create like that many one-one dudes. Oh, like, that's an old class. card. That's, uh, I want to say that's Nax. That's Implosion. Uh, implosion. Yeah. The, oh, that was one of them. But there, I thought there was one where it was like use up all of your mana. 
And then oh, it would create the, a bunch of one ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking oh, about. Yeah. The, it, oh, yeah. What is it called? I, I literally can see like the picture. Tentacles of something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I know what you're talking about. Forbidden something. It's a forbidden mechanic, is what yeah. it's called. Forbidden yep. tentacles. Yep. I think that's forbidden it. Forbidden tentacles. That's it. Yep. Summon tentacles. Yep. Forbidden tentacles. Something you don't want to see in Secret Tunnel. So. Ooh. <laughs> um. But yeah. So. Oh, that's that's a really cool card. I I like it. I I I like that it doesn't say summon. So makes it a little less weak or a little less powerful. I should say. Said that backwards. Um. The next card here is a Mage Rogue Legendary called uh, Jandis Barav, and she is a five mana, uh, two attack, one health. Um, stat line's not that great, but she has a battle cry. Summon two random five cost minions. Secretly pick one that dies when it takes damage. All right. So I, now we know why your stat really line's cool not that card. good. <laughs> It's a really interesting card. I mean, I don't. I'm not sure if it's going to be good. It probably won't be that good. But, I mean, the concept of this this adds so many mind games. Where it's like, which one is it? Do you choose the weaker card to hold on to it so your opponent like unoptimally trades into them, or do you choose the big card? Uh, I don't know, but I think since it summons two five cost minions, it's going to really depend. How many death rattles or like rush minions there are in that five drop slot? Because this is pretty nuts with death rattle, uh, or just things that you can get immediate value off of. You're just gonna pick the one that is not the death rattle that you end up summoning, right? So that one ends up living, and then the death rattle just dies immediately. That kind of stuff, I feel like, mm -hmm. is uh, is gonna be a real big deal. Yeah, it's, I don't know what the I don't know what the math looks like though. It's too hard to to say right now there's there's a uh, not nothing really that comes to mind right off the top of my head but we'll see yep um let's see here uh the next card is a druid shaman card a runic carvings and that's a six mana spell uh choose one summon four two two treant totems or overload of two to summon them with rush so you get four two two treant totems. Um, oh, so you, you get them both either way, right? It's just yep. choose, it, choosing if, if you not. want to take the overload and give them rush or not. Yeah, I think this is like a weird force of nature type thing that's going on here. I don't know. This is a weird. This is such an interesting card. Even well, obviously, yeah. force nature was three, but like was like this is eight. Eight worth of stats. I don't know if there's a whole lot of totem synergy, but there's at the very least like the plus two health zero mana totem card. Like maybe this is a catalyst for like a totem shaman and even a tree ant type thing, although Mulch Muncher's not a th card anymore, so that's kind of disappointing. But man, if Mulch Muncher was it with this card, oof. Yeah. Oh, baby. yeah, that'd be crazy. But I just like the flexibility of this card, right? Where you're, if you're ahead on board, you can play this. You don't need to overload. But if your opponent has a big board, you can go through and sacrifice your next turn by clearing it. Like, I don't know, just eight mana worth of stats for six spread out is really cool. I like that. I really like this card. And I don't think it's easy play in wild, but 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. You can always go through and do the typical druid thing, power of the wild, and all of that stuff. Nah, dude. Shaman. Shaman has a zero mana plus two. As I think it's plus two health, right? Or is it plus? Yeah, two yeah. yeah there, well, there's both. There's totemic surge, which is the plus two attack, and that which is for zero. And then there's the the I don't know what it is, but it's plus totemic might. Two, yeah, totemic might. Yeah. Oh. Um, so yeah, dude. I mean, zero mana buffs. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that's gonna be pretty fun. I don't know. I don't know. Like, there's so much totem stuff that like, I mean, this, this might actually be sea plane wild. Hold on. This is um. Let me think about this for a second because totem shaman is even shaman, so even shaman might play this. Mm. Holy crap! Because that's it's, it's already turned into a totem based uh thing, and then I mean you're running a lot of like board buffers and all of that stuff. That this might actually see play. Dude, this card is legit. I am a fan. I don't. I like. I. I mean, it's I such know. a creative card. Like this is this this design is super good. This is. I mean, this whole set has a lot of very interesting cards. And I yeah. mean, I have to give props to the design team. This is probably one of the best design sets we've seen. This yeah. is insane too with aeroponics. I'm feeling it, dude. Oh, I, the, the, is it draw? What does aeroponics do? It's draw based on if you have treants or something. Yeah, so it's basically when you play this, it costs zero. You draw two. So I don't know, man. I don't know if totem, uh, if tree ants are gonna be a thing. I always, I always try to play Trent Druid, and it always fails. But the totem side of this, man, I'm, I, I'm feeling the totems, man. Totally totems. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's that's a pretty cool card. Um, so the next thing I think it was a bunch of, it's like a concept. It's not just one card, but it's like, uh, a bunch of different cards that use kind of, it's a warlock mechanic, right? It's Uh, warlock demon hunter. It's their dual class. Yeah. Warlock demon hunter. Um, the idea of soul fragments and, um, I still don't fully understand what soul fragments are, but there's a bunch of cards that do stuff with them where you're putting soul fragments into your deck, uh, you're removing soul fragments from your deck. Um, Do you want me to give a quick recap? Yeah, give me a quick recap. Sure. So soul fragments are uh, zero mana cantrip cards. So essentially it's one of those things that when you draw it from your deck, you draw the next card and an effect happens. So it doesn't actually add a card to your deck. But so when uh, it it heals you for two health on its natural, like pure state. So if you shuffle tools to soul fragments into your deck, and you don't have anything to capitalize on it. You'll just heal two based off of that. But uh, some cards have the synergy where they're able to destroy soul fragments that are already in your deck and they become supercharged. So one example of this is um, so uh, you have a card Spirit Jailer, which is a one mana, one three Demon Hunter Warlock dual class card, which shuffles the soul fragments into your deck. But then you have uh, Soul Shear, which is two mana, deal three damage to a minion. Oh, sorry, wrong one. Um What's another one that utilizes this? Um, let's go to Warlock. There's school spirits that... Oh, utilizes it. Um, there's the uh, one that is... Deals oh, yeah, Shadowlight Scholar. Yeah, uh, well, th- there's that too. But there's something like Shadowlight Scholar, which is a 3-mana three 3-4. Three, um, and it has a battle cry, destroy a soul fragment in your deck to deal 3 damage. So if you have it in your deck, this becomes like... Uh, 
what is it, a dark bomb on a stick. But otherwise, you just play this as a 3-4. So it, it's kind of like a mechanic where you can shuffle these things and use them as a resource in your deck, which is very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, Demon Hunter has some, like, Shadow Shatter, or Shard Shatter Mystic, uh, which uh, destroys the Soul Fragment in your deck to deal three damage to all other minions. Um, destroy, uh, there's Soul Shard Lapidary, which has uh, Battle Cry, destroy a Soul Fragment in your deck to give your hero a plus five attack this turn. She's a 5-5. Five five. Um, there's a weapon, uh, shuffle two fragments into your deck and support two. So, you're basically, you're shuffling things into your deck when you draw them you gain two life but you can also destroy them and get more powerful effects so that that's that's interesting because you have to you have to kind of pay attention to how many you have in your deck then yeah it's also a balance too because those two classes warlock and demon hunter are two of the classes which health is a resource yep. the most out of any other uh, in the game where warlock you're tapping a ton uh and, and you don't know if like you're going to want to use these as the heal effect or if you i mean sometimes you're going to go through and you're like well i could go through and like kill this minion for three damage but i also want to go through and heal up later on so it's it's utilizing the resource and having that balance, which is very interesting. Um, one thing that I do want to note about this mechanic um, with regards to Wild is, and this might actually pertain to Standard at the moment because of Zephyrus, is that all of the things that shuffle in for Soul Fragments do it in pairs of two. So this will turn off your Reno effects. Mm, good point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel like I've been playing a lot of Quest Warlock lately, and just even if you don't get the effects of the destroying a fragment thing, like having plus two health for zero for just like free, like I've been playing with the broodmother card so much and I don't know, that kind of effect is just really good, like really good. So even just the soul fragments by themselves seem like you're not sad if you accidentally draw them a lot of the time, especially in Warlock. Yeah. Um. So we're getting close to being done. I guess we have like four left here. Uh, so Ray, you had another one here. That was a mage card, um, Lab Partner, which is a one mana, one attack, three health, yeah. spell damage plus one. Did you just pick this card because it looks like Ben Brode? No, I I think it's actually a really good card. I mean, I guess I didn't think of that until you said it, but that is kind of funny. Uh, I picked this because one mana, one threes. I think Temple Mage, man. I'm I'm looking for Temple Mage to make a run back. That was one of my most played decks at different points in the game throughout history, and I've been itching for Tempo Mage to really make a comeback, especially Tempo Mage like around like when Flame Waker was a thing. Like that was one of my favorite decks to play. And this card it just seems like a real good Tempo Mage card, man. Um I'm excited for it if it's a, a thing that ends up happening. Like, this is exactly something that that archetype would need right now that it doesn't yeah. have. It's just like early game minions in general. We lost Mana Worm, RIP to the homie. But this dude right here, this little little fella, is pretty good. <laughs> now, uh, Danny was the one to point it out before the show. It's like, that looks like Ben Brew. And I'm like, yes, yes, it does. So, it does. I just figured that's why you picked it because. You like Ben Brood. I mean, I I do, but one mana, one three is really just that they do something for me, man. I mean, how many times you were playing that mole card? The the what? What's the the beast? Dire mole. 
Dire, dire Mole. How often were you just playing Dire Mole in, in certain classes just to have a 1 3? Pretty because often. it was the only 1 3 available. So, yep. like, I don't know. This is a good 1 drop. Yep. Yep. It's I agree. just good. I agree. Whether it's not a one four, but <laughs> whether or not this sees play, it is still just good. All right. So the next card on this list here is a paladin priest card, um, devout pupil, uh, six mana, four attack, five health. Um, it has divine shield. It has taunt, and it costs one less for each spell you've cast on a on friendly characters this game. So you can so get... there already is a neutral card that has this minus that bottom effect, right? The I don't even remember the name of this card. It's a basic card. It's a four five for six that is divine shield. Talk. Yeah, it's like sun. It's not sun fury protector, but it's um. I know which one you're talking about. I can't think of it's the like name. It's like the Torin lady. Yeah, yeah, it's the Torin lady. Yeah. Uh. Well, this one. I think that this one is actually. Real, real good, uh, especially in the Libram archetype. I think that's really where this is going to shine in Paladin uh, with the Librams, because obviously when your minions die, the Librams go back to your hand. You just get to retarget your own minions. It's a spell. I think that it's going to fit right in with that. You're going to see a lot of cheap devout pupils in those archetypes. As for Priest, I don't really see it right now in, in Priest, but uh, for Paladin, this card is really exciting. I wouldn't be surprised if they put in some buff cards for Priest specifically because of this, like just for support. I mean, we'll see. I mean, they already have, there, there already is one actually, the Gift of Luminous or whatever, gain, give a minion divine shield and summon a 1 1 copy of it. Cards so they have, that's a, it's in the, it's another Paladin Priest card, so. There might be enough support just for priest in general, but we'll see. Uh, I feel like you got we got a long ways to go. I mean, Cedic with like renew, renew and stuff, like where you target your own stuff. Like Cedic is a really good um, kind of card for that type of deck, but it feels like you're not gonna be able to have that much gas. I mean, priest's main issue has always been card draw since they got rid of Northshire cleric, and I don't think that's really changed yet. I don't think we've seen really any priest draw so far. So unless we see that, I don't really think that this card's super viable in priest, but uh, we'll see. We got a lot more to go. Yeah. The only thing I can think of for wild with this would be inner fire priest, because we do have North Shark Cleric and we have all of the things that like divine spirit inner fire. And maybe this fits into that. But I, I mean, that deck is very streamlined at this point. I'm not sure if this is good enough to fit in. Um, I mean, we'll see. We'll have to see. Uh, so got two left here. One of them is the Shaman Legendary. Uh, this is the one that I picked, and uh, just because it, it got revealed like right before we did the show. Um, and it's Instructor Fireheart. Uh, three mana, three attack, three health. Uh, the, it has a battle cry of discovery spell that costs one or more. If you play it this turn, repeat this effect: lightning bolts and other targeted. Fun spells for days. Yeah. Uh, uh, I was going to say, even if you don't really get to use that repeat effect, at worst, it's a 3-3 discover a spell for three. That's it's not fine. terrible. Right. It's just pretty solid. 
I mean, this puts an interesting spin on the discover effect where um, if you're looking for something, you're in mid to late game and your discover options are garbage, because sometimes that does happen. Actually, in Wild, it happens a lot because a lot of the just generally the card pool is not that good. But a lot of times, so you'll be able to go through and essentially refresh the effect. So you'll be able to consider it a discover where you have the ability to say, OK, I'll just take the cheapest option of this and reroll again. I think that's pretty good. I like that option. Yeah, uh, definitely is more leaning towards hoping you discover uh, cheap spells. But, dude, imagine this in totally totems, right? You play your totems. You play... I guess it's cost one or more, so you can't just get... Oh, they ruined it, dude. Oh, They, they, they didn't give they, you the they, infinite mana. They ruined it, dude. They didn't give you the infinite combo. Oh, yeah. that's... Never they mind. thought of everything. <laughs> card sucks. <laughs> That's okay. That's better than what I was thinking this card did, by the way. I thought it meant, like, uh, you know, if I find, like, a lightning bolt and I play lightning bolt, that it would repeat the effect of lightning bolt. Um, oh, it would be like yeah, a dual cast. Like a dual cast. Oh, no. Uh, no, that's nope. not what it does. It, it repeats the effect of the discover, which I like even more. So Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I like this card even better now. <laughs> Um, cool. So the final one is the Paladin Legendary. Um, looking for it here. Uh, I don't know how to spell his, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, one that I accidentally talked about earlier. <laughs> Turalian. Turalian, the Tenured, is a 8 mana, uh, 3 attack, 12 health with Rush. Whenever this attacks a minion, set the defender's attack and health to 3. Which, this is also the Edwin Van Cleef killer as well, or any other big minion killer. Um, I don't the see Deathwing it much killer. of it. I don't see as much as an Edwin. Yeah, the Deathwing killer. I don't see it as much as the Edwin Van Cleef killer because they're probably playing that way earlier than you're getting this out there. But um, this had me like when I saw this card, I'm just like, yes, thank you. I like this card a lot. Um, but at the same time, like it, it's a really good effect. But I also not sure like if it's that. If it's that good, like if they have like a big board of a bunch of big creatures, it's like, okay, you're probably dead anyway. But if they like put out a bomb and you're just answering everything, um, I think what Ray said earlier, like a Dragon Queen Alexstrasza, what Danny said with a, a Deathwing, you know, something like that, then this card's pretty dope. Yeah. And the one thing to note on this is that it's the defender. It's only when it attacks. So if something attacks right. into it afterwards, it doesn't uh, get shifted to a 3-3. But so, that, I mean, that is the counterplay against it. Otherwise, it would be one of the most broken cards yeah. ever. <laughs> but I mean, I do think it's neat that you can now go through and like someone, you can remove any minion that, as long as it's like Divine Shield or something like that. But um, I do think that that's really cool where you can go through and you have an answer to literally anything that gets played. And then you probably will be able to swing with against one or two more unless your opponent has nine like damage worth to deal into this card, which is pretty hard to do. Yeah. This card had me really excited once I saw Gift of Luminance, which we talked about just a bit ago, where you give a mi minion Divine Shield and then summon a 1-1 copy of it. Um, unfortunately, 8 mana and 3 mana. So chances of those getting played on the same turn are a little more slim 
than what they could. But do. I mean, how often does the card survive, right? I mean, it's it's going to be after you swing into your first thing, it's going to be a three nine. Well, I'm and thinking, it's kind of hard to kill a three nine. I'm thinking more of uh, that's true. But I was also thinking more of uh, like uh, being able to attack multiples and then getting divine shield on top of it because you could swing like uh the one one into with divine shield into uh you know uh, an eight eight and make it a three three. And then you can swing the other guy into another eight eight and kill it, and you take care of two uh, two different targets at least. Yeah, this card is real real good if there's like a grindy kind of control meta, or if there's a lot of Highlander decks. Uh, if there's a lot of Highlander decks, I feel like there's going to be a lot of Dragon Queen Alexstrasza and just like a couple of big bombs at the end of the curve. And this card is really good at answering stuff like that. Especially after the nerf. Right. Yeah, because and it, it, it won't be able to put out as many dragons. At once, at least. And then it's still going to be a 3-9 after it clears one of them. Yep. So that's that's not necessarily easy to deal with. Nope. Not at all. I'm a fan. I am too. Uh, I Just like the whole set. Like, there are a lot of... <laughs> I actually hit that button, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Secret tunnel! I did not mean to hit that. That's funny. Sorry, Danny. What were you? What were you saying? I lost my train of thought <laughs> through the uh, <laughs> the melody of Secret Tunnel. <laughs> I was actually reaching for something else and accidentally tapped it. So, um, yeah. So that's all the that's all the cards. Unless you had anything else uh, you guys wanted to talk about there. Beyond that, I think it's time uh, to probably get out of here. That's yeah. not the. That's not the. That's <laughs> not the button. That's the one I was looking for. I am off today so um yeah so i think it's time to get out of here so uh there's a handful of things i wanted to talk about just real real quick uh email if you'd like to email us uh wellmed at blisspro.com is where you can do that we love to get your emails love to answer your emails um and we'll get to it uh you know probably next week's show or a show after that we always get to them when we get them um, if you'd like to help support the show, there's a couple ways of doing it. Uh, one way is through Patreon. So patreon.com slash wallmetpodcast. Uh, for as little as a dollar a month, you, know, you can get like a pre-show, post-show type thing normally. You get the show a little bit earlier than everybody else. Got its own RSS feed and everything. Uh, we actually do have a pre-show on this one. You can hear Ray, uh, trying to get his microphone fixed. Oh so, my god. So that was fun. I, I, I fixed it to some degree, fix, right? Actually, uh, over time, it started sounding better. Like, it's completely fixed now. I don't hear the fuzziness anymore. So, got that going for you. Um, See, I'm a genius. Yeah. I yeah. just unplugged everything and plugged it all back in. Yeah, and uh, and then you, and then afterwards, you get, like, the bowel movement report, the, the BM report. Oh, so, man. Oof. Yeah. So it's a it's a it's a it's a rough meta game right now. Rough meta game. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so that's one way. Another way that you can uh, help support the show is through like iTunes reviews, uh, podcast reviews, and things like that. Uh, if you go leave a review, we'll read it on next week's show. All right. So, um, Danny, do you have any shoutouts, and how can people get in contact with you? Well, I have a bit of a public service announcement. All right. Uh, Let's so hear it. 
Do you like fluid tournament experiences? Do you not like having to wait for ins insanely long times in between matches? Do you want an in-game tournament client? Well, too bad. Go fuck yourself. Love <laughs> Battle 5. <laughs> and that's my shout-out for the week. <laughs> uh, you can All find right. me on, <laughs> on Twitter at DannyDonuts underscore HS. Uh, good thing I had, a, I had an audio gate. I was just losing it over here. That was too funny. That was funny. Uh, how about you, Ray? Uh, shout out to everybody who's been watching my stream when I do it. Uh, it's kind of been a struggle lately just because I've been super bored, but I have started to enjoy playing Quest Warlock for the time being until the new set comes out. But once the new set comes out, man, I'm going to be back on the grind every single day, probably eight hours a day. Just figuring things out, playing some Hearthstone. Nice. Breaking the metagame. Where can people find you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at PG underscore Racy and on Twitch at TwitchTV slash Racy. Nice. Uh, as for me, um, I don't think I have any uh, shout outs I can think of this week, uh, but you can find me over on Twitter at Eldorian. And uh, I believe that does it for this episode of Well Med, episode number 238. Uh, you can find more awesome Hearthstone content throughout the week over at hearthstone.blizzpro.com. You can also tweet us at Well Med Podcast or email us at wellmedblizzpro.com or join our Discord, which I said you can find in our Twitter profile at Well Med Podcast. Uh, you can do all of that with comments, questions, and ideas that you have for the show. Thanks to Jake Buttonew for our amazing intro music. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. But uh, then it goes. Secret tunnel, secret tunnel, through the mountain. Secret, 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 secret tunnel.